Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Sterner, play action, looking, pumps, throws down the middle, touchdown, Arkansas, oh my! Clint Sterner is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai of Conway. Sterner throws, Visit them in Conway today or check out ChrisCraneHyundai.com. Play fake, Sterner steps out of trouble. Wow. To a wide open receiver, it's Cobb towards the end zone. Touchdown! Oh, it's a great day. Live at War Memorial Stadium, we got high school finals coming up in just a couple of minutes, and we got Clint Sterner on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Clint, what's going on? How are you? Fellas, I'm, I'm doing good, man. I tell you what, I wish I could go back to in high school days and play in a state championship. That's for damn sure. I, uh, I've i seen some great ones right there at War Memorial. I remember Jared McBride back in the day when I was at the University of Arkansas coming down and watching him and them Nashville scrappers go in there and, and, uh, and, and play in a title game. Uh, Jared's obviously a really good friend of mine, and, and uh, it was fun to, to, to look back on those days. I remember Traylon Burke going down there and watching Warren, watching him play both sides. I believe he played Greenwood that day. Um, not too long ago, man. So I've, I've watched some great state championship games and, and, and Arkansas playoff games right there at War Memorial, man. Great time of year. Oh, it is. I, the next two days are going to be absolutely fantastic for state championship games and uh, right here front center. If you, and it's a cheap ticket. I mean, if you want some good football to watch, come on out to War Memorial Stadium. Clint, a couple of things have happened uh, since we talked to you on Monday. I don't know if you've heard yeah. about it or not. Yeah, but uh, we got a new <laughs> offensive coordinator at Arkansas, and the the uh, state has done a 180. Uh, Clint, it's gone from uh, just next year is going to suck, and well, you know what are we doing? To the excitement's back, and uh, I don't know how good they're going to be next year, but I can tell you this: people have a little hope now, and that's a great thing. What do you What do you think about the the news? Your first reaction when you heard this? Hell yes, absolutely. I mean, look, I am I am football first. I'm gonna put my personal feelings aside, my my personal emotions aside, and uh, man, I absolutely love the hire, man. I, I mean, you, you want to talk about the shock value that Sam needed? Let's talk about that. I mean, like you just said, the the fan base, the program. Hell, I was at a point where I just didn't know how Sam was gonna keep his job, and then all of a sudden, if there is a way, it's hey, man, you got to go out there and hit a grand slam when you hire an offensive coordinator. And uh, I'll be damned if he didn't hit a grand slam. And so, look, we're talking about one of the best offensive minds in football any way you slice it, not just college football, but all of football. Uh, we're talking about a great game planner, a great play designer, a great play caller, uh, a guy that's going to develop talent within his system, a guy that's going to hold hold people accountable, hold players accountable, um, had, you know, bring a little bit of discipline to um, to the program. Uh, he's been a head coach. You're talking about a guy that Sam Pittman can lean on from a head coach perspective. He's been a head coach in one big at the University of Arkansas, which, which I know a lot of people don't want to don't want to realize it or admit it. But I mean, it, it's a it's a unique uh, Arkansas in the SEC is very unique, and it takes a a little different approach and, and a different understanding. And and Bobby Petrino has done that at a level that very few, if any, have, and so um, in a long time. So. I just think the the Bobby Petrino hire is worth every penny of it. Whether you're looking at it from the morale and the uh, 
you know, the outlook of, of the program from the outside looking in, or if you're talking about it from a football perspective, man, it's, it's, uh, it was big. You know, Acre and I were talking about it and who they needed. And I'm like, they need a guy with some head coaching experience. We, we saw how valuable, uh, Barry Odom was to coach Pittman. Coach Pittman even told us, you know, that they would talk and he'd bounce ideas off of him. I thought they needed somebody with head coaching experience. They needed somebody that can, that can, with X's and O's, help your offense because I don't think Arkansas will be able to out-athlete some of the top teams in the SEC. So you've got to scheme. Uh, and, and I wanted somebody that would bring a little discipline. And, dude, he, it checks every single box. And then Coach Pittman in his press conference, and I didn't really – I didn't realize this, Clint. But he said, look, I want somebody who loves the state of Arkansas and understands Arkansas. I didn't realize until Petrino was saying it how much he loved the state and loved being uh, part of the Arkansas Razorbacks in, back then. And I uh, felt like, you know what, or he knows. He let the state down. He let the team down. He let the program down. He wants to make it right. And so that even that was kind of the topper for me. Well, Wes, that's I mean that's a great point, man. I, you you look whether some people may watch that and go, yeah, he's got 1.5 million reasons to feel that way about Arkansas right now. And but but I mean there, there's nothing. If you just take the football aside and, and just personally, internally and emotionally, man, to be on cloud nine, the top of your you know the the the, the, the pinnacle of your profession. Um, you're adored by everybody, regardless of how you act. I mean, you're adored because of the level of success that you brought the program to, and that all comes to literally a screeching halt. Um, and and when you get when you have time to reflect, I, look, I don't want to, I don't want to make make it sound like my fumble was anything like Bobby Petrino's motorcycle accident and everything that 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 followed. But but there's something about when you break the heart of of thousands and thousands of people, ultimately an entire fan base. Uh, again, whether you do it in, in the act of trying to make a play like I was or you do it in, in a way of, of uh, something you shouldn't be doing kind of deal like Bobby did, either way it goes, I mean, man, you, you just, you're not a human being if you don't sit back and reflect on that and feel for thousands of people and feel like you let them down. And, and ultimately, you're, you're chomping at the bit to, to have an opportunity to to lift those same individuals up, right? To, to to make it as right as you possibly can. I mean, you're literally chomping at the bit to make that happen. And so when I when I hear Bobby say that, I in a weird way can can understand where he's coming from emotionally and from from a feelings perspective. And I, and I don't doubt I don't doubt it one bit that there is if you outside of maybe a national championship, you know, just generally speaking as a coach being a national champion, I think if if you set you sat Bobby down and, and said, hey, man, what's the one thing you want to accomplish before you're through coaching? I would be willing to bet you that that helping Arkansas get back to the, the mountaintop, get get back to the top of the SEC, get back to their winning ways, and, and he playing a heavy hand in that, I would be willing to bet you that's the top of his list. Again, outside of winning a national championship maybe, but um, I, I firmly believe and understand where that could genuinely and sincerely be where his heart's at, man. Clint Sterner with us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Thanks to Chris Crane Hyundai. Clint, we also learned, or I learned yesterday, uh, that Petrino had to uh, learn the lingo uh, at A&M. He didn't put in his offense and use his place. He had to uh, use the verbiage from Jimbo. He talked about how difficult that was and 
how he was up at 2 a.m. the day of the spring game, still working on the, the lingo and the play calls. At Arkansas, he's going to use his offense and his, his verbiage. Can you? How tough is that for an offensive coordinator to come in at, at the situation he was at at Texas A&M? Well, it's impossible. Uh, I mean, it, it's, it's just, it doesn't surprise me. I, I knew, I knew when, when, uh, with Jimbo Fisher, he was never going to give up full reign. It, I knew it personally from watching him. And then after he, after he hired Bobby down here, we covered it a lot. I mean, every press conference, it was just impossible for him to say, look, I've turned things over to Bobby. I'm the CEO at A&M. I'm going to make this, I'm going to make a boatload of money. You know, it just, he just could not, he could not bring himself to just simply say, Bobby's the offensive coordinator here. We're going to run Bobby's offense, and he's been extremely successful. It was always about all the minds in the all the offensive minds in the room. And with this much experience, man, you got a lot of talent to pull from. You got a lot of experience to pull from. And so I knew I knew wholeheartedly that uh, that Jimbo Fisher wasn't going to let completely go when he hired Bobby Petrino. Now I did not. I'll be honest. I had. I didn't think Bobby Petrino would would ever take a job if if they didn't let him at the very least, you know, use his terminology and run his offense. Um, maybe he was maybe he was ready to get back in the SEC, tired of the smaller school head coach, wanted to get back in the SEC, um, start to climb back to a head coach position. Maybe I guess is why he would agree to do that. But uh, not surprised at all. Um, I, I don't know. It, it, it's starting to make sense. You know why. Because if, if I had to judge and gauge what I watched at A&M this year, I would say Bobby improved the offense significantly. But I think my, this, my bar for Bobby Petrino is set very high. I would think that he fell short of, of the bar that I expected. I mean, they scored a lot of points against middling teams, and, and they, they didn't, when it was the big games, they didn't seem to score uh, points the way that I expected them to with Bobby Petrino. And, and looking back on it, you go through three quarterbacks, and you're and you're calling an offense using somebody else's terminology. Hell, I think he, I think he, oh, I mean, look, he, he, he uh, exceeded my expectations if, if knowing those those couple of things. So, uh, good to know that Sam Pittman is not not silly as hell and going to do something like like Jimbo did. Hey Clint, before we go, I got to ask you, what do you think of Dak? He put up uh, some uh, another good game, had another good game, put up some uh, big numbers last night. How do you think he's playing? Monster game, man. I mean, look, I, I don't know if Seattle's going to end up being a, having a winning record at the end of the year. I have no idea. But but when they beat them, that that is a much better team than they had beaten previously um, over the last month, month and a half. And so I think that's a notch in the Cowboys' belt. And you look at you look at that. Dak is playing lights out. There's no doubt about it. Dak's playing lights out. I, I was skeptical of, of Mike McCarthy. He is he is calling games lights out, both game plan and in the moment. Uh, and I'm going to tell you, Wes, one thing, and, and I, I had a hard time putting the baby down last night. She, she wouldn't let me leave the damn room. But uh, so I, I, caught, I caught a good chunk of the fourth quarter. The one thing that gives me the most hope and the most confidence in the, in, in the Cowboys is that offensive line, the entire group. I'm not saying they're perfect, but they are absolutely trying to rip folks' heads off in, in running situations. And, and that's just something that, that – Hell, I, I'm, I'm begging for Laramie Tunsil down here in Houston, the highest paid tackle in the game. I'm begging for him to show a little bit of that. Titus Howard, the 11th highest paid offensive lineman in the game. I'm begging these guys to be more physical and be more violent. And I turn the Cowboy game on, and they are, I mean, again, I'm not saying they're blocking it perfect, 
But if you're standing around a pile, you better look out because these big boys are coming downhill, man. I, I like what I'm seeing from the Cowboys uh, from that perspective. Yeah, they, uh, they're running the ball a little better, and they're protecting Dak for the most part. And, uh, the, and, and the thing well, that – They're running it effectively, right? I mean, that, that's the thing with yep. the Cowboys. It, it's not we, – we all – with the Cowboys, we always look back at Emmitt and Moose Johnson and them boys, and are they going to run it like that? They're just not – I mean, and they're not, that's not the way they're built. They're not wired that way. I mean, they, they are running it effectively, and, and it, they're playing their, their offense, their pass game off of it beautifully. And, and then in, in situations where teams get through playing the Cowboys, I, I, I don't care if they run it 15 times or they run it 30 times. I guarantee you when teams get, get back in that, in that locker room, they're like, damn, we just got in an absolute dogfight. And that's, that, to me, that's the part that the Cowboys um, – we're missing, and that's the part that boy just now they talked a good game with Zeke and all that, and, and yeah. there were years when they ran it well, but this right here, man, is the combination. The stars appear to be aligning. Clint, we got to run. It was great talking to you. We'll uh, hit you back up on Monday after uh, all these championship games are decided in the uh, another week in the NFL. Love watching CJ Stroud. By the way, he is so much fun. Come to on, watch. man. Yep, I'm, I'm yes, with you sir. on that one. <laughs> all right, y'all be good, man. See you Monday.